Welcome to Where You From. This is your host, Jake Nelko. My guest today is Mike Simonelli, who's a buddy of mine from here in Tacoma, but he's originally from the suburbs of Chicago. We talk a lot about sports, food, music, you know, my favorite things to talk about. He's a White Sox fan, which is great. I don't know if I'd have a Cubs fan on the show. But we talk about coming from cities where people really care about their sports. We talk about coming from working class cities and what that has meant to us, how we were raised, who we are today, and how we kind of see the world. So I had a really good time talking to Mike over a couple of award-winning beers. So hopefully you enjoy listening to us. And uh, I would encourage you to go and grab yourself an award-winning beer as well. So here we go. I know, baby, I know you're in the atmosphere. Cheers. Cheers. Cheap beer. Cheap beer. I'm here with Michael Simonelli, or Mike. Yeah. Whatever you, pref- whatever you, <clears throat> the audience prefers. Really, right? You go by yeah. both. Yeah, I think it was a there was a transitional point. We went Michael for a while, then middle and high school became Mike and then the working industry because I filled out all my paperwork with Michael mm. and went back to Michael so for people a while. Start so, calling you that. Yeah, but now the only pr- people who call me that is Emily and my family. So Okay. Anybody can call me whatever they want. Interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, cultural differences. Yeah. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Differences, similarities, whatever. Well, I two mean, different cultures living in a new culture. I know. Yeah, this is... Uh, I feel like I got along with you well because there's a lot of similarities between Pittsburgh and Chicago. Oh, yeah. And I feel like there's just kind of like... When you meet someone that is from a place similar to yours, yeah. or especially if you meet someone that's from the same place, you kind of have this like understanding yeah that it's not even like i'm aware of it before like after a while you realize like oh we're, we're like going back and forth because we totally. just kind of like talk the same or yeah. something yeah you, you tend to <clears throat> there's certain situations where you find that you are both on the same page with yeah a lot of things which is probably pretty different from the rest of the room you know? yeah totally there's, there's a lot of west coast people that actually live here so yeah whether yeah, it's yeah. california or washington or oregon so yeah when you meet a couple of what they call east coasters yeah even though we're nowhere near the ocean <laughs> that nowhere was, near that was gonna be one of my questions yeah so we didn't do the mike where are you from oh i'm from chicago great yeah. all right so we're, we're into it. Yeah. So you're from Chicago. I was going to ask because people would say that I'm from the East Coast. Yeah. And then I just like, I was like, yeah, yeah, East Coast, whatever. <laughs> and then after a while, I realized maybe it was when I like met someone who was actually from the East Coast. Yeah. Here. And then I realized like, oh, right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not from the East Coast. Yeah. I'm from six hours away from the east coast (laughs) which is like significantly closer to the east coast than we are right now in tacoma washington yeah totally. but i will explain to people it's like it's like if someone from spokane met like moved to philly yeah and then they called them a west coaster yeah exactly it's like yeah not is, really. If, are they a West Coast? Of course, Idaho, to you. but you would not call yeah. West Coast. You're like if they called someone like in Denver, yeah, a West Coaster. See, which yeah. actually, I think people on the East Coast would just call 
Denver, like the West Coast, even though it's like <laughs> past the it's like a two and a half hour flight to the West yeah. Coast from Denver. Yeah. But okay, so you've gotten that being from Chicago, you've had people to Oh yeah. Even though you're in central time. Yeah, totally. Maybe and they mean the coast of Lake Michigan. Well, I mean, that's what, <laughs> I don't know, honestly. They just think water, you know, and, and then maybe that's what they're coming to with. But I remember a lot of times, yeah, people would always be like, oh, that's that's probably pretty popular on the West Coast, or on the East Coast. No, it's not. Like, I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. I think the closest thing to the East Coast for Chicago is like, maybe North Carolina or something like, yeah. you know, at least 15 hour drive yeah, to, the, yeah, yeah. to the beach. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nowhere, nowhere near that. And technically, so technically I'm from Streamwood, Illinois. So if you want to get very specific, I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, I'm that's, generalizing you with the Chicago. That's, that's what you need to do though. Cause the only people who know where Streamwood, Illinois is are people who grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. And yeah. even then they still don't know where it's like one yeah. of those suburbs that's just tucked away. Yeah. That was planned yeah. in the early nineties. That's been completely forgotten about at this yeah. point. So it depends on who you ask. How far is Streamline from Chicago, then. Streamwood. Streamwood. Yes. Yeah, stream, <laughs> stream can't even get it right. Streamline, yeah. streamwood, stream lake. At the end of the day, it's truly not important. Yeah. <laughs> stream, stream. Yeah, streamwood is like um, probably about 45 minutes, so like 30 miles northwest okay. of, of Chicago. So okay. it, what's funny, too, is like you, you get Chicago that's, you know, what, close to 3 million people proper. Sure. 10 million in the surrounding area. Yeah. So you get a lot of people who say they're from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, but they, yeah. they can claim it. You yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. can claim it, especially if they're in the same county. Yeah. Now, there was one time I met this guy from Indiana who I said, I asked him where he was from. He said, Chicago. I was like, oh, me too. Where at? And he's like, well, technically Indiana. Okay, well, that's no, that's a totally different state. Right? Yeah. I'm interested, I'm interested to hear you say that because... Chicago is on the border of Indiana, right? Or close, close to, pretty yeah. close to, yeah, it. real close. Um, so people that are there, are people in Indiana who who are in a suburb of Chicago, I think. Or would you not say that because the state lines, yeah, make it that like? Because when you get when you start getting into cities that are on like yeah. Philly is on the PA border with New Jersey, so there are people from South Jersey. That would oh, say they're from Philly. Saying. Although I will actually, I might have to retract that because I had a guy that I went to college with that said he was from Philly, but all the Philly people would say like, no, that guy's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd give him a bunch of crap for it. <clears throat> yeah. So, and then, yeah. And then actually, yeah, he was, if I, if you asked me where he was from, I'd say he was from South <laughs> yeah. Jersey. I wouldn't say he was from Philly. So maybe I just proved my own point there. Yeah. I would probably say Indiana. I mean, again, it's big enough to the point where it keeps sprawling Yeah, yeah. to yeah. where a lot of places yeah. can call it Chicago. But I think if you're crossing state lines, it becomes Indiana at yeah. that point for yeah. sure. So that's, I think that brings along the question too, though, is of what, what's Midwest? Because I've heard some people even claim like Western Pennsylvania is Midwest. I think Western Pennsylvania is in a no man's land. Yeah. Unclaimed by both territories like, yeah. of, of East and yeah. Midwest. I don't think Pittsburgh fits in or Western Pennsylvania yeah. fits into any of these, but really I think it fits into all of them. Like yeah. if someone out here says that I'm from the East coast. Yeah. yeah. Like 
I can identify with that. If someone says that I'm from the Midwest, yeah, I can identify with that too. Yeah. Lately, I've been referring to Pittsburgh as being from the Rust Belt. Oh, okay. Because I think Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Detroit, yeah, Milwaukee, yeah, that stretch, that 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 all those cities. I was going to ask you about that. Like, I think all those cities kind of yeah. have more in common than Pittsburgh does with like even like Baltimore, DC, which are closer. Yeah. But I think they've got more in common with some of those cities. Yeah, that makes total sense. I'm sure, you know, I haven't been to Pittsburgh, but I'm sure, yeah, like I've been to all those other cities you listed. So I'm, I'm sure it's, it has a very similar feel where, yeah, yeah it used to be extremely blue collar warehouse, you know, or, or just production yeah. type of jobs that were available for everyone. Yeah. And then once that all goes away, you're kind of left with this, you know. I mean, Chicago has always kind of stayed strong with, with other things as well. But, yeah. Um, and I, that's, I was, like, hesitant to put Chicago in that group because Chicago is its own. Yeah. In a way. Like, it's bigger and has yeah. more. Like, when I think of Rust Belt, I guess I'm thinking of some of those cities that, like, that declined a lot at the same time yeah. because of the exit of steel yeah, manufacturing totally. chicago wasn't hit as much but is in that yeah. region yeah i agree i think so too i think yeah kind of just coming off those lakes and everything like that it's just kind of that whole yeah general region that's that's yeah you can group those together in the rust belt i think that's fine you yeah can put chicago in there too yeah. <laughs> well i think uh i think pittsburgh is actually pretty similar to milwaukee yeah uh, very similar to Cleveland, as yeah. much as Pittsburghers would hate to be associated with Cleveland. Like, yeah, it's kind of the same. <laughs> totally, we're, just in, uh, we're on rivers instead of a lake. Yeah, but Milwaukee. I've got a buddy that lives in Milwaukee that yeah. has like said a lot that that is it's really similar. Yeah, but I think Pittsburgh is similar to Detroit and Cleveland, and mm-hmm. to a much lesser degree, Chicago. Mm-hmm. We've got some. We've definitely got some of the same groups of immigrants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who are who are some who are the biggest immigrant groups uh, historically in Chicago? So, pretty sure Italians. So they there was a couple waves of immigration of that. Um, but there's a really strong Eastern European immigration. Yeah. Mainly Polish. So I think it's yeah one of the largest immigrant or Polish populations. Yeah, like in the country or maybe second to. Yeah. The country of Poland. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. We were talking about that the other day. I've yeah. heard that it's like the second biggest Polish yeah. population outside of Poland. It's huge. <laughs> Which, I mean, uh, maybe there's some in Germany. I don't know. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it's huge. Um, I mean, there's yeah, there's Chicago holidays that are Polish holidays. You know, so yeah. it's it's um, it's definitely celebrated there. And then there's large Puerto Rican population too. So there's okay. uh, there's a whole neighborhood, um, Humboldt Park. That does okay. Puerto Rican fest type thing, so it's like the whole neighborhood shuts down. Yeah, it's a pretty big neighborhood too. So I know there's a large Puerto Rican population there. So I think it's. I remember hearing this once too. If you look at the languages spoken, English is the predominant language, Spanish, and then Polish. Those are the three main languages spoken okay. in yeah in Chicago. What part of town is Humboldt Park in? So that's the west side. So okay, um, yeah. So you're you're you've. It's or it's slowly being gentrified at this point too, but um, traditionally yeah. it's been the north neighborhoods. It's trickling down now into kind of the west neighborhoods, and you know it just keeps growing at that point. Too, yeah, to where 
you know, even some of the South neighborhoods, South side's usually untouchable, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's, it's kind of changing a little bit there too. So what's the, um, what's the South side? Like, I'm sure this is like, depending on like where you're getting, where you're reading about Chicago, this is either the most familiar or least familiar part of town. Yeah. So for me, least familiar. Oh, okay. Never lived there. Okay. Um, my wife, on the other hand, born in the south suburbs, okay. went to school at University of Illinois, Chicago, which is pretty much south side at that point, too. Um, but it's huge. The south side's really big. So yeah. you get you, you tend to see um, from closer to downtown out into because Chicago is so big that, oh, you yeah. know, it's it, it can take you 30 minutes heading south from downtown, maybe even longer to actually get out of city limits. You know, so it's it's pretty big. To the point where you just see tons of yeah changes as you go further and further south. But um, South Side has traditionally been known as like the rough area. Yeah. You know, like you don't. Yeah, we've never really like spent much time there. Yeah. You know, again, there's those neighborhoods directly south of downtown that are still you know yeah lots of restaurants and all that kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. further south, you have uh, Midway Airport, and that's about it. So like that's yeah, the only yeah, reason yeah. you're headed south is yeah, to go to yeah. the airport there. So yeah, and it's kind of as middle class white people. Yeah, we typically gravitate towards yeah like downtown mm-hmm. and then like the north side. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know when I was there, I've been I've only been there once, and it was for work, and it was just for one night. Yeah, I loved it, and I really want to go back to visit. Yeah, um, but yeah, we were like in the on the north side, um, and I went to Wicker Park. Oh yeah, um, and that was that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, one yeah, I've got there's a I I love when like I'm reminded of a place via music or vice versa yeah and there's a band oh yeah the band that i was playing in the car for you oh, a few yeah. weeks ago yeah, yeah. into it over it that's from chicago and they've got an album called intersections that has this like album art of like underneath one of the um train lines oh yeah i just remember feeling like oh this is cool like the vibe of that music fits for like where i'm at right now yeah. um but anyways yeah that's the part of Chicago that I was hanging out in. Just like when yeah. you move to Tacoma, you hang out on the north side, yep. north end of Tacoma, stadium. Maybe go to an occasional store, specialty store in the south side. Well, you know, yeah, like, and that's because that's like the the ethnic stores mm-hmm. are in the you know, yeah. south Tacoma. That's where you're going to oh, go yeah. for the different Asian markets. And there's a Russian oh, market yeah. on South 38th. And um, I've as I've been, I've been here for like, going on eight years now and i'm just now feeling like i'm getting familiar with some of those places but like there's a great salvadoran restaurant Mm. that i've been to down there like all of the anytime i'm looking up or like asking friends for recommendations for asian food it's always like the south tacoma places are the best same with mexican food and um even the other day have you been to the mule tavern no, okay. the, right by the church. Church Cantina, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are a couple like great yeah. bars, uh, bars and restaurants that are, uh, yeah, just grittier, mm-hmm. cheaper because mm-hmm. like rent down there is cheaper, so they can you can get the same drink and it's a dollar or two less than it is yeah. in the north end. Um, but yeah, I, I also kind of feel sometimes I feel kind of bad, like 
Yeah. I'm the like middle class white guy like yeah. coming for my culture in South Tacoma and like the people that live there is just like this is where we live totally. and eat all the time. This yeah. is just our lives. And for me it's like kind of a novelty, but that's yeah. kind of always the give and take. Yeah. And I was just saying it's it's pretty interesting too because so I worked uh, for a nonprofit on the west side of Chicago, um, in East Garfield Park, which is per capita one of the most violent neighborhoods in Chicago. So this nonprofit mainly dealt with um, things like homelessness, youth development, um, and just all around breaking the cycle of poverty. So, um, but what's interesting is the CFO, uh, middle class white guy, maybe even closer to upper class, his you know his wife worked downtown, making money. So yeah. he wanted to live in the neighborhood just to. Um, so he, him and his wife and his two kids moved there and, and bought a house. Um, but I talked to him about that idea just because. Yeah, I think there's you know there's something very appealing about just submersing yourself in this culture and and yeah just really getting to know it and understand it. And um, he said it doesn't work. Like no matter what. He, he does not fit and he will never fit because yeah. at any moment he can leave. Yeah. And he said, that's the biggest difference, right? Is, um, here's this neighborhood that is considered rough and violent and, um, all this different stuff. And it, you can live there and, and try it out, but then you can leave whenever you want. Whereas the people who live there and grow up there, it's like, that's it, yeah. you know? And it's just, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild that, yeah, the places that we, you know, try and avoid. It's like, those are the places that people just can't leave at the yeah. same time, which is pretty, you know, pretty interesting with yeah. that. So, which, uh, as we're talking, I'm thinking like, what if they don't want to leave? Yeah. Like then yeah. we're sitting here thinking like, Oh, poor people that can't leave yeah. this part of town. That isn't a good place to live. And meanwhile, a lot of them are like, what screw you guys. Like, I don't need <laughs> yeah. your North end of yeah. Tacoma. Like North yeah. end is for, foofy white people like what do i want to do with yeah, that you're right uh that's where all the culture is is down south <laughs> i know like, that's where all the fun is, i know? mean yeah I, all the like new restaurants and bars that that i like and that i patronize they're all the same yeah they're oh, all the yeah. same it's like craft beer and like yeah. pay seven bucks for a beer and like yeah. tacos made by white people and like <laughs> yeah. i don't need it like i don't need any more of that but i just keep going back to yeah. it but that's why like you know uh, you and I are part of a group that gets together on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we had Molly, we're there less. But like last week, I was able to go, so I thought I'm gonna suggest a place because I don't get to go out very much. So I wanna, um, I wanna suggest somewhere that I that I've been wanting to go. So I suggested the Mule, and uh, yeah, it's just though if I have the option, like that's what I want to pick. I yeah. don't want to pick the like seven dollar craft beer place. Yeah, I want to pick the like. Two dollar Miller High Life, totally. <laughs> Which is a breath of fresh air a lot of the times, right? Because you're just like, I am so sick of yeah the yeah. same thing. And I know. It's like, and not, don't get me wrong, those yeah, beers are great. Exactly. Yeah. I just beers, it's the price but, tag really that yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I'd rather not spend that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, know? I'll drink those craft beers all day for two dollars. Yeah. Exactly. And by all day, I mean for like an hour or so, and then I'll take a nap because it's yeah. just, it's a lot. Oh yeah. But um, and this podcast in no way is sponsored by the Miller Coors <laughs> company nor is it sponsored by tonight's uh yeah the uh wonderful <laughs> past blue ribbon yeah. uh award Which, we're drinking an award winning beer yeah i was going to say the cheapest beer you can buy but now that i think about it it might be 
natural ice. <laughs> that might be the cheapest one. I don't. I haven't. I haven't bought natural ice. I don't think ever. I think natural light's cheaper. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. light. Yeah, that's um, the I definitely have not bought it. Mm-hmm. I think I've gone my entire life without purchasing natural light. I've yeah. had it. Yeah. But I've never purchased it. Yeah. Uh, nor do I want to. Yeah. But yeah, go into the store. Like the depending on which store you go into, I've seen uh, at Stadium Thriftway, you can like all these six packs of pounders are. Um, Six bucks, and then wait. Do you Olympia. call Tallboys Pounders? I've called them both. I like that. I've wait, never have, heard what do they call before. them here? Oh, they call them, they call them Tallboys. I don't here. know. I think so. I've always called them Tallboys, but I like Pounders. Okay, yeah, I called them Pounders, and I might steal Pounders. <laughs> I called them Pounders, I like and uh, <laughs> I called them Pounders in Pittsburgh, and then I got here, and like I it sounds was, like use that word, and they're like, what? It's like <laughs> Tallboys. Yeah, it. all right, whatever. Um, yeah, that just slipped. I forgot even which one I was like right. I like that. I'm going to steal it. So the six-pack of Pounders. Yeah. At Thriftway, when we used to live in the stadium district, uh, before we tried to buy a house and then had to go somewhere that we could actually afford. Yeah. Um, they uh, Everything was like six bucks except Olympia was five fifty. Hey, there you go. So I would get Olympia. Because yeah. I would look at it and think, yeah, I want Rainier, but... <laughs> hey, it adds up. It's got... <laughs> It's like a punch card, you know, every time you buy an Olympia. You buy a hundred. <laughs> if I buy a hundred six packs, yeah. that's 50 bucks. That's right. That's a lot of extra six. Exactly. 50 bucks? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah that sounds bucks. right. Yeah. yeah. So you get you get your free. For every, yeah, it is like a punch card. For every 12. <laughs> you purchase. For every 12. Yeah. No, for every 11. Yeah, for every 11. For every 11 purchase, I purchase, right. I'm getting the 12th right. one for free. <laughs> But that's what you have to you have to think about those kinds of things. You yeah, know? You we got, got a child. Yeah, we're paying right. for daycare. That's we don't right. have. We don't, we're not just made of money over no, here. Can't just be buying. Some of those six craft six pack six packs are like thirteen dollars oh, for yeah. a six pack. I don't need that. I'm not gonna spend that. I don't need that. <laughs> that's not worth it. No, I don't care how good it tastes. Yeah, yeah, I know. What before I came here, I was trying to find. So there's this beer in Chicago called Old Style. And it's like the classic cheap Chicago okay. beer that yeah. you can get. All the ballparks, you know, they yeah, have yeah, old yeah. style. And yeah. you can get it at the bars real cheap and stuff like that. I don't know why I thought they would have it out here, but I went to a Bethmo <laughs> specifically to try uh, and find yeah, yeah. it. They're going to have exotic cheap yeah. beers here, right? <laughs> yeah, they're importing yeah, yeah. cheap Let Chicago Let me look at your beer. cheap beer directory. <laughs> Yeah, so it was pretty foolish to try and think I could find that, but I tried. I tried to get some cheap Chicago beer out here. It is it is fun to try to find that stuff. Um, I have a friend that lived in Baltimore for a couple of years. Theirs is called Natural Bohemian. They call oh, it Natty. Yeah, I heard of that. They call it Natty Bo. <laughs> there you and go. then there's Lone Star in Texas. Yeah, I've had Lone Star. And then, uh, well, there's Rainier's yeah. Regional here. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh doesn't have a go-to beer. I'll say, I'll just put it in the, like, that tastes like Pat's Blue Ribbon yeah. category. Um, what about the Iron City? Oh, yeah. Kind of? I forgot about that. But is that, is that but like, a popular... people don't like it. Yeah, I was going to say. Do people, it's... <laughs> but we do drink it because yeah. we think we're supposed to. Yeah, there's a pride so associated just, with it, right? Yeah. That's your beer, and you're going to drink it whether you like it or not. There was one uh, Super Bowl... Steelers Cardinals, so it was like oh, yeah. 2009 or whatever, um, where I was going over to my buddy's house, and I knew that it was going to be like my buddy Jordan and I, and like the friends that 
that we all were friends with um, drink a lot of craft beers. Like that's who I started drinking like craft beers with. Yeah. But they're also like Pittsburgh guys, like at their core, you know. Um, and I, when I went over, I, I thought I'm, I have to bring Iron City. Yeah. Steelers are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. This has to be what we're drinking. Yeah. I don't care what it tastes like. Yeah. And um, they had uh, above some of their um, doorways in the apartment there, and they had this like extra large lip that was like a little bigger than a beer can, like maybe yeah. as big as this coaster. When they would try like a new craft beer, they would like wash wash out the bottle, set it up there. So they had like all these long yeah. long rows of that. And then there wasn't anything above the door because like like the door these doorways were like there's not doors, it's just like the walkway. Yeah. So of course, like if you put a glass bottle above the door, someone opens it and the bottle yeah. falls <laughs> at some point. They won the Super Bowl and of course I rinse out my <laughs> Iron City can and I put it up there and it was there until they moved out. I love it. Yingling is the go-to. Yeah. But it's, you know, the distribution is wider than just Pittsburgh and Philly. Anyone it doesn't go west of Pittsburgh, doesn't go, does it? Uh, I think it might go into Ohio. Oh, okay. A little bit. But yeah, it doesn't, like, you don't have it. No. Anyone that's had it really likes it. Yeah. It's not like the greatest beer in the world. No. It's just... It's just like a step up from Pabst, mm-hmm. but it costs only, like, yeah. another 50 cents, yeah. you know? At the bar, and it's just available everywhere. There's also another. There's another Pittsburgh brewing company beer called Old German. Oh yeah, I remember you, you guys. I've seen it. It's around. It's it. actually around here for some reason, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Which is weird. How do you get Old German out here but not Old Style? They gotta get. I gotta start <laughs> somehow. Get, just Someone get at the Pittsburgh brewing yeah, company has just true. got a cousin in uh, Wenatchee or something. Yeah. And they just made it happen. I don't know. Because I've seen you drink in Iron City here too before. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Like, if Iron City is available, sometimes I just get it, even though like I'm not even gonna enjoy it. Within you, it's just it's like I'm wearing it's like this giveaway Pirates T-shirt that I'm wearing. (laughs) Like, it's not very comfortable. Yeah, but it just makes me feel good about. Yeah. Let um, let's talk about sports culture. Yeah. Because I think uh, Chicago's got one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Big time. And I'm sure that's something... I know that's something that we kind of relate on. So how would you describe Chicago's sports culture? Oh, man. So Chicago's sports culture is... There's a lot of frustration involved (laughs) because our teams truthfully aren't historically great. I mean, you had the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Bears won one Super Bowl. Yeah. That's it. Haven't been, you know, they've been back when, what, 2010 yeah. or something like that. They, they won one Super Bowl, and it was like a lot of people consider that maybe the greatest team yes. of all time. Yes. Which, looking back on it as someone who, you know, that's 85. I was born in 85. I wasn't around for yeah. it. But I look back and I think, like, how is that the greatest team of all time <laughs> if that was it? Yeah. That's I, I mean, that's, that's a, the thing. You know. It's like, you look at it, it's like we've never had, like, a, again, outside of Jordan the Bulls in the 90s. I mean, yeah. that was just pure dominance. Oh, yeah. But the only I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that stands out, like the Patriots, you know, winning yeah, six. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just, it's, they were it's, nothing, and then all of a yeah. sudden they were everything. It's its yeah. own thing. It's not like Pittsburgh that has a history of winning teams, or Boston, just in general, like, yeah. has a history of winning teams. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, yeah, like, 
the White Sox and the Cubs were some of the longest droughts of of uh, appearances yeah. in the World Series. It was like up what a hundred and something years, and then eighty eight years for the Sox. Like. Yeah. It's just not so. There's a lot of frustration, but at the same time, so much optimism. Like <laughs> just constant optimism. Is that a Chicago thing, or is that uh, just like a Chicago sports fan thing? You know, that's a good. That's a good point because I feel like, yeah, there's just something about the city in general where, yeah, there's just like it always kind of. And I mean this in the best way. It always lets you down a little bit. Like, you know, the, the city you get itself. get your hopes a little high. Yeah, yeah. The city itself and the teams, I think it just finds a way to kind of let you down. So you meet a lot of bitter people, you know, yeah, that yeah, just yeah. don't want to put their, like, the Bears had a good year this year, but they don't want to believe it. Like, yeah, they're just yeah, waiting yeah. for the other shoe to drop, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just true just with, in general. It's like, we have these amazing things like Lollapalooza, Taste of Chicago, Blues Fest, but they're a nightmare to go to. Like, nobody <laughs> wants to go. I mean, people go to them, obviously. Yeah, yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. But, like, people like me, and again, this might just be my point of view, but it's yeah. like... I don't want to go stand in 95 in humid weather yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. buy an $18 turkey leg, you know, at the Taste of Chicken. Like, I'm not going to do that. So I think it's just, like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a an amazing city with lovable sports teams, but they always find a way to kind of, like, just yeah. let you down, you yeah, know, and just yeah. kind of disappoint you. But um, we, love the, we love the success stories, though. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, you know, it's, like, these are the guys that, are memorized or you know they're 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 legends in chicago yeah. and they Bob always Probert. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's like these are the, these are the you know it's just like do you remember bob Probert? oh yeah he's yeah i forget if he played for for chicago or detroit first but i just remember he was the first one of the first guys that i knew that was I think just he played like, for detroit first his job was just to Get yeah, into fights, but he wasn't even yeah. that big of a guy, right? No, like he no. just got in fights, just scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I detract. Yeah. Detracted. But yeah, so it's just like, yeah. There's uh, most of the time they're not gonna win, but you love them anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. just kind of like the just the culture. I feel yeah. like of of sports in Chicago. You know, you never you you're you're optimistic for a little while and they're like oh they're gonna lose never mind yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. watch or it's yeah. not even it's not even worth it you know what would you say is so there's um there's five teams in those four sports that we've mentioned so far yeah we just say bears bulls there's bears bulls cubs cubs socks blackhawks Black yeah but in the city of chicago what would you say is the like priority list as far as okay oh man I would say I've heard I've heard a couple of, of theories on this. Some people will tell you that it's it's a football town, and at the end of the day, it's all about the Bears and if they're yeah. going to win or not. Um, but I think the relevance of the Cubs again have has revived yeah. the city. Yeah, um, which is funny because the Sox won the World Series, you know, in two thousand six, <laughs> but nobody yeah. seems to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Chicago's Scott won the World Series. Yeah, Scott Pesetting doesn't hit a home run yeah. all year. Yeah, and then he hits one. Was it in the clinching it's, game? Yes, or game yeah. one or no? I something. think it was in the clinching okay. game. But it's just like, yeah. So you kind of get into these, um, you get into these debates. But I would say the thing with the Cubs and the Sox too is people from people who live in the South Side or like specifically from Chicago like the Sox. Yeah, which is kind of strange that I like them, but everybody else 
in the Chicagoland area loves the Cubs. You know, so it's not really like, uh, you know, 50-50 split between fans. Yeah, yeah. It's a small, it's a minority of Sox fans compared yeah, to yeah. everybody that loves the Cubs. I mean, when they won the World Series, what was it, five five million people were at the parade? Yeah. It's the seventh Something largest, crazy. like, gathering of yeah, uh, yeah, people, yeah. so. The Cubs parade, though, that's, like, yeah. November in Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's say that. The Cleveland Parade was in June. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Parade was in June. All yeah. those Penguins parades were yeah. in June. To go out in Chicago in November. Don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. So that's why I would say there's still a debate. Bears or, or Cubs, yeah, I would yeah. say, would either one yeah. of those would dominate. I think just, you know, as of right now, because the Cubs have had more success recently, yeah. I would say Cubs are number one, but we'll see how many people show up when, when the Bears win the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> <laughs> If, when if yeah. you always gotta so, say if. so where would you rank the other three after that? I would say Blackhawks right after that. Then uh, Bulls and Sox are, have both been so bad. Yeah, for, for a while. I guess now. that's kind of the the rub, and maybe yeah. the fact that we're saying that the Bears are number one, even though they haven't they've been to the playoffs this year, but yeah. they haven't been super competitive. That probably goes to show, like all things equal, if these mm-hmm. teams were all five hundred. The Bears are probably still I think so. getting the most attention. It probably is as an outsider. It seems like it's the order that you gave, mm-hmm. and maybe yeah, it seems like probably more of a hockey town than basketball town. Like Jordan probably yeah. raised the basketball profile. Yeah, and I know that there's just like pockets of like they're really good Chicago like high school yeah. guys that are coming out of Chicago. Like there are significant pockets of basketball in Chicago. Yeah. Across the board, it's probably yeah. a little more hockey. I think, too, it's like Chicagoans love not necessarily violence in general, but they love hitting people. Yeah. So any sport that <laughs> includes somebody getting hit, yeah, like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love defenses, you know? Yeah. So you're a Sox fan. Yeah. Which is great. Honestly, I don't know how good of friends we'd be if you were a Cubs fan. Yeah. I don't think it would work at all. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like if you were a Green Bay fan, you know, just wouldn't. Yeah, we just pro- wouldn't really want to talk about. Yeah, that part of our lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, as a Pirates fan, I definitely hate the Cubs, yeah. um, especially as they've gotten good. Yeah, I will say, like, I really, really did not want them to win the World Series, but I did feel good for those like very old Cubs fans that yeah. have been waiting. I agree. Ninety years. Yeah, I agree. Like, I felt good for them. The people our age. Yeah, screw those guys. They just hopped on <laughs> they the wagon. They could have waited another yeah, yeah. sixty years for all I care. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't like the Cubs. I mean, I really dislike everybody in that division. Yeah. So like, it's a miserable if it was division, if yeah. someone else was good, like I hate the Brewers. Yeah, I hate the Reds, even yeah. though they're not good right now. I hate the Cardinals yep. more so because they're just so frustratingly good all the time with a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, their fans are great. I mean, and like you can agree, yeah, uh, because you're not a Cubs fan, yeah. so you could care less. Yeah, but like works. Cardinals fans are great. Yeah, they are like one of the best fan bases in all of sports. Yeah, so I can't hate them for that, but I hate them because it's just like they're gosh, just kind how are people? they so freaking good? Every, the fans are just they're loyal. They show oh, yeah. up. They fill a big stadium, no matter what the Cardinals yeah. are doing. They're just so behind that team. How is like Matt Carpenter like one of your best players and yeah. you're still making the playoffs? I like, know, what yeah. is this? Yeah. But anyways, so every Sunday is like sched- the schedule based around the Bears? 
Uh, yeah, so I think growing up, I grew up in a house where the Bears were the focal point, for sure. My brother loved the Bulls, especially in the 90s. You know, we're, we had some socks gear kind of laying around, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, they weren't weren't good. Was your family Sox fans? Yeah. Okay. So right. Frank Thomas was huge in but the 90s. Were either of your parents from the South Side? No. Okay. No. So they're both from the suburb I grew up in. So okay. either Chicago or that suburb, they both live there. Okay. Okay. So when um, did their, when their families came to the U.S., who came to the U.S. and where did they go? Yeah. So my mom's side of the family has actually been in the States for a really long time. Um, she's from Tennessee, actually okay. oh yeah that's right. so her family i know that they even have a uh, record of their family being part of the uh civil war so oh, wow. it's like i don't know what side i'm not gonna ask you yeah, let's keep that to ourselves <laughs> yeah, exactly. for now. But, yeah. you know so they've been in the u.s for a long time um but my dad's my dad's parents and my grandparents they were born here in the states, but they were the first generation born in the states. So your dad's, yeah. So my parents. dad's parents, okay, so my cool. grandparents, okay. so my great grandparents immigrated, um, and they actually have this book with um, Ellis Island, yeah, you know, documentation uh-huh. and pictures and things like that. So they immigrated to New York, and then I don't know if it was work or what. Probably work. I feel like that's normal. Why people, most people, Im- move, yeah, moved yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like my grandpa. You know, he worked for the trains. You know, he was working on... He was like an engineer for the trains or something like okay. that. You know? So yeah, yeah. he was working with the tracks and things like that. So it's... Um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting to kind of see where um, where his family came from and got to the point where it was... You know, they moved to Chicago. And um, yeah, so my dad, he grew up a little bit in the city, but then they eventually moved out to the suburbs. And that's where I grew up to that same suburb. So... Yeah. Um, and then my mom came up from Tennessee when she was a baby. So she pretty much grew up in, in Illinois. She was just born in Tennessee and all of her family's still in Tennessee. So, okay. yeah. And your, your dad's family came from Italy. Yeah. Yeah. So they came from Italy. Simonelli. Hard to believe. Simonelli. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your full name? Michael Christopher Simonelli. Okay. And there was debate whether it was going to be Christopher or Michael as the first name. And okay. Michael ended up winning out. So, okay. Yeah. And your, your dad is, Vincent. Vincent. Vincent Anthony. And yeah. Anthony yeah, is, is Anthony Vincent. Yeah, okay. And then I have a nephew who's Michael Anthony. So. Yeah, those are the... If I had to list the most Italian-American names, Yeah. I think like you just hit all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm trying to think of what else, but no, that's, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. You know? I think... Uh, correct me if I... Well... This is this is a matter of opinion, so you can't actually correct me yeah. on anything. I feel like Italian Americans get a bad rap because oh, yeah. of the mob. Okay, whatever. Like organized yeah. crime. <laughs> yeah. Not every Italian. Yeah. But maybe some. But there is like tight family, mm-hmm. proud people. Yeah. Which is frustrating yeah. as a non-Italian American <laughs> who grew up in a town where it was like I had the Italians, the Greeks, and then I was the like Eastern Europeans, and it was like yeah. these two very proud yeah. peoples. Yeah. And then there's us, the very like humble people that are like over here boiling, <laughs> like if I have to hear about another yeah. Shut up. <laughs> but um for all of my Italian American and Greek American friends that are listening. I really love you guys and yeah. your food. Yeah. I really love the food. 
family meals. I think of like deep family roots. I think of like multi-generational households. Yeah. Stuff that, you know, as Americans, I think we are moving away from. Yeah. With, for good reasons and for maybe not as good reasons, but that's what I think of when I think of Italian Americans. Yeah, I agree. I mean, every Sunday it was, you didn't go anywhere. Like you were home and you had a, yeah, you had a big dinner. Probably went to church that morning. Yep, church that morning. Were you guys Roman Catholic? No. So we were, yeah, non-denominational Christian. Plot twist. (laughs) Plot twist is right. Yeah, I think. Were you guys at like neon light smoke? (laughs) Smoke and mirrors show at the the big like former movie theater. No, I okay. went, no. Right. Eventually, it actually be, you know it, eventually yeah. it got to it all point. started off at a small church yeah, yeah. when I was young. But yeah, we'd go to church, come home, and then yeah, it was it was a big meal and and watching the Bears game and it was just like it was weird to have friends ask if you wanted to hang out on Sunday because you just weren't used to leaving the house on like yeah, nobody yeah. did anything. Yeah, on yeah, Sundays, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of. Um, my brother's significant others would come over. Like everybody would just come over yeah. on Sundays yeah, and, just, yeah, yeah. and have have food. And my mom would make you know tons and yeah. And you just watch the Bears game. And you get really pissed off that they lose. And it's like, well, <laughs> and that's Sunday. Yeah, that's, that's Sunday. just what we expect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's uh, it's fun to it's fun to have those memories. And and you're right. I think it's there's something with it's the Italian side for sure that it's like that's where that comes from. And yeah. It's we've I've heard comparisons, especially with my dad, uh, being an Italian American. I've heard comparisons to uh, what's that movie? To, oh. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, oh yeah. So comparisons to that That's type funny. of you know setting where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know the pissed off dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So yeah. a lot of superstition and lots of food yeah. and you know yeah, all that totally. fun stuff. Oh, it's funny. How's your beer? You need some more? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're, let's take a break. Yeah. Reload. Come back for more. So how do you edit out so much stuff? All right. So I told you some stuff that we were going to talk about. I didn't tell you about this part. We got a little lightning <laughs> round. Okay. Ready? Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions. Most of them are pick one or the other. Are they just? It could be anything. It's yeah. So just uh, be prepared. Okay. Yeah. Some of it's uh, out of the blue. Some of it is related <laughs> to Chicago. Okay. So, sounds good. So just go with what your gut tells you, and yeah. then I'll um, I'll tell you if you all multiple choice though. Not all of them. Okay. Some of <laughs> okay. them. Most of them. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, okay. ready. Chicago dog or deep dish? Uh, Chicago dog. Yeah, that's right. Polish or Italian food? Ooh, Italian food. That's wrong. It's Polish food. <laughs> Bulls, socks, bears, or Blackhawks? Bears. Uh, we're looking for socks, but we'll we'll take the bears. <laughs> um, Fallout Boy or Wilco? Oh, Wilco. That's definitely wrong. Yeah. What? No, it's definitely wrong. No, Wilco's definitely the wrong answer. Unless it's most overrated band ever, then it's the right answer. <laughs> Miller or Coors? Uh, Miller. Okay. I know that that was a... Milwaukee question. Yeah. But well, yeah. You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Lake Michigan or Puget Sound? Uh, Lake Michigan. Yeah, we would have accepted both. If you could have one beer for the rest of your life, you only get to drink one beer the rest of your life, what oh, would it be? man. That's a good question. I, one beer for the rest of my life. I would have to choose... 
I'd have to choose something light and easy mm-hmm. and cheap because mm-hmm. I'm drinking it for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd have to go with, uh, I'd have to go with, I, I think what we're drinking right now. Like this PBR? is a, this is an anytime beer. Yeah. You know? We're not sponsored by we... Pabst Blue Ribbon, but if anyone's <laughs> listening from Pabst yeah. Brewing Company, we are open to sponsorships. We have yeah. no sponsors yet. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that this segment of uh, Where You're From is sponsored by Bison Socks. If uh, your wool socks just ain't cutting it, Bison Socks. Go to bisonsocks.com slash where you from and get your first pair for the regular price. All right. <laughs> What is the what's the, what's the best sitcom of all time? Oh, um, that's a good question. Are we talking about? No, no, no. I just have to go with my gut. Yeah, and just say it. Yep, go for it. Boy Meets World. Is that a sitcom? <laughs> it is a sitcom. <laughs> go on, Boy Meets World. Right. I just went with it. Yeah. Again, a lot of these answers are probably yeah. not what I would normally say. No, yeah, yeah. No, we were actually looking for the first three seasons of Arrested Development. But actually, World. I just started watching that, though. So oh, maybe for the first I, time? First time. Oh. I'm on episode, like, three of season one. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. I'm so jealous. Yeah. That's, like... I I was re- I recently like last week went back and started watching again because yeah. I've watched it a bunch of times. Just the first three seasons. The Netflix seasons are. Oh, okay. I couldn't make it through season four, and I haven't bothered with season five. The but original. Four and five are Netflix seasons. One, two, and three are Fox. Okay, seasons. yeah. It's the jokes from that show have been so infused into my day to day language. That I like don't even realize. Like Until I'm going back and watching yeah. it. Like, oh, that's right. That's for Arrested <laughs> Development. I just I say, say that, that, all that the now. Time. Yeah. How about best show? I guess drama is really kind of what we're looking at. Best drama of oh, all time. Oh man, that's another good question. I haven't had time to think about this, so I'm just going with my gut to give. It's lightning round, right? It's lightning round. Yeah, lightning's already struck. Got to go with Lost. We were looking for Lost. All right. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's right. Perfect. Actually, The Wire would also have been accepted. I haven't seen The Wire, so... Lot, yeah. You need to watch that. Yeah. That's another one. First three seasons. Yeah. Once they start time traveling, it's, it's like, ah, it's you much. guys are making up your own rules. I don't yeah. like that. Then they try and wrap it all up, and it makes no sense. <laughs> so, and then yeah. that's it. And then it's like, uh, was it... Uh, was it Purgatory? Was it Hurley's <laughs> yeah. Dream? Uh, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh man, I can't read my writing. I was writing this on the bus <laughs> earlier today. It's uh, what's your favorite Microsoft Office product? I would say Excel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How many games are the White Sox gonna win this year? I'm gonna go with ninety. Ninety. <laughs> <laughs> now hear me out. Oh my gosh. They've got a they've got a young bullpen. They've got some good relief. I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> You're saying no? Okay. Okay. I would bet against that. <laughs> so but again, this I'd is where the Chicago optimism comes in, and you're just, you know, and then eventually you get let down. Yeah. I'll go with 90 plus <laughs> no, no, or no, minus. No, no, no. no, there's no plus or minus. <laughs> On the record, 90 plus wins. Plus or minus 15. I don't know. 90 wins. <laughs> 90 wins say. plus or minus like 15, 20 games. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe mid 80s. <laughs> I'll give it. Again, Chicago optimism. Yeah, Bears are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. White Sox are going to win ninety games. Yeah, you know, it's just you going for it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, that concludes the lightning round. <laughs> All right. That was that was intense. When I was driving through Chicago on my way out here, I listened to Fall Out Boy. That was the like Chicago oh, band okay. that I listened to. Yeah. Um, 
You know, I was, Wilco, I'll yeah. come back to Wilco on this one. I will say that my dis, my disdain for Wilco is has doesn't have a lot of weight. Okay. I've listened to some Wilco and I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. And then from then on it was like you know, I had some friends that like Wilco's like one of their favorite bands and I was like I like I don't get why people like this band, period. Like yeah. it's not that I think they're bad, it's just like this is so forgettable yeah. that you guys love this band. Yeah. I will say that that was like, that opinion was formulated like five to ten years ago. I now recognize as a 34-year-old that I'm right into that Wilco age range. Yeah. Where now it'll probably make sense. Gotta revisit I, it. But I also don't want to because yeah. I've taken such a firm stance and I'm stubborn. You don't want to be a flip So I want to continue yeah. to dislike Wilco. So what I'm going to do is continue to just exist inside of this yeah, opinion that I've formulated. Yeah, I think I stubbornness has never, yeah, has never been a bad idea. Like you can always <laughs> never, never, never. I can't think of a the, single time no. when like <laughs> picking when a stubbornness stance and sticking with it until you die, even yeah. though you don't feel that way anymore, is the only way to live life. We just watched the 2000s uh, CNN. Oh yeah, and I'm thinking like George W. Bush. Yeah, there's weapons of mass destruction. I don't care what you guys say. <laughs> I don't care what. I don't care what the intelligence is telling yeah. me. What pictures I see, no. I don't care. I I said it once, That's and right. I'm standing by. It. That's the only way, man. Only way. Otherwise, you're a flip flopper. Nobody wants to talk to you anymore. <laughs> Emily calls me a flip flopper all the time. I'm just like, no, I just have different ideas one day than the next, but. Depending on who I'm talking to, and depending on what they want me to say, I've got different opinions. I'm a people pleaser, so I just flip flop. No, being stubborn—it's the only—it's the only way to go. It's just on certain things, just yeah. like Wilco. You don't have to listen. You're—you don't like them. You don't like them. I'll tell you who won't agree with you that I should remain stubborn is my wife. Oh yeah, they and actually, any pretty much anyone yeah. in my life. Yeah, that doesn't want me to get away. So it's with not the, just Wilco. No. So, not necessarily biased that you're hanging on to. You're just saying, well, just yeah. th- just things in general. I'm st- I'm willing to I'm willing to come around on certain things. So things that require a stance, though. Opinions. Opinions. I, I tend to word. hang on my own opinions. Yeah. No matter what, no matter how nonsensical they might be. I you know though, but from somebody who is always open to listening to other, you know, and like always, I got to admire it though. You know, I really do. It's like (laughs) you have your opinions and it's, 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 I know who you are. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. It's because I can, I can understand you more and you're not, you know, you're less of like, uh, actually, I don't know what, you know, I I appreciate it. So I'm predictable, which you appreciate (laughs) predictable in the set. Not, not predictable, but yeah. Yeah. You know what to expect. You know who's even said that they appreciate that's your your stubbornness, Emily, my oh. wife, Emily. She has said that she appreciates your stance on things. If you don't <laughs> want to do it, you're not going to do it, and we need a little bit more of that in our lives. So just like, <laughs> what's an example gonna, of that? Um, just you know, even like I know uh, they're examples. I'm yeah. not questioning that they're examples. I'm just trying to think like for a social situation with family or something. It's yeah. like, oh, we we have to go all the way to Seattle on a Sunday evening to go for dinner. No, I don't want to go to Seattle all the way. I don't feel like driving an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. to have dinner with, you know, some yeah. friends. And it's like, no, yeah, not going to do it. You know, what's, uh, 
I appreciate that she appreciates she that. She does. Because she told me. it's one of those things that I can't change about myself. Yeah. Well, one of those things I don't want to change about <laughs> myself, which might just be a perpetuating the cycle. Yeah, it's. I think it's similar to, uh, you know, some people who are casual sports fans. Yeah. Not even casual. Just people who don't understand sports. They don't understand this idea of an allegiance to a team because you know, it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to them. It's yeah. like, why are you? Why are you staying loyal to a team when the players change? Everything changes. It's like sometimes they're bad. Why are you watching them? They're terrible. It's yeah. like you don't understand. <laughs> This is my team. Yeah. I'm going to watch them, whether they're good or whether they're bad. Yeah. And that's it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I wa- okay, Pitt basketball. I've, like, grown up watching Pitt basketball my whole life. They've been very bad the last few years. And then I'll talk to friends that I know watch college basketball. And I've got a couple friends. I've got one friend in particular that's a big UW fan. And uh, UW was pretty good this year. They've made the tournament. By the time this podcast airs, they will probably no longer be in the tournament. <laughs> but um, but they're pretty good. And like my buddy was like, like I'll talk to him about pit basketball. Yeah. And then he'll say like, you got to watch a UW game. Like, you, why don't you just, like you can have a second team? And it's like, it's not that I have a problem yeah. with like I like UW. Like yeah. UW's probably my second favorite team. Yeah. I don't really like quote unquote second favorite teams. In college sports, you can't. Pitt and UW will never play. Yeah. So I can I can like them. It's fine. I just don't care. Yeah. That's like, I'm thing. not going to yeah. look at, like, oh, UW's playing at 7 tonight. i got to watch. Like, Pitt, Pitt's lost seven in a row. <laughs> but they're playing Clemson at 6 tonight. So I'm going to put it on the radio yeah, and let's exactly. see what happens. But, yeah, like, I can't. I can't undo that. Yeah. I For a long time, I didn't think that I'd be able to adopt a new team and I've, as I've become a soccer fan, mm. I've become really into the Sounders and mm-hmm. Arsenal. I've watched and read more about Arsenal than I have the Steelers um, over the last year or so. And like now I'm at the point where it's like, oh, what's the lineup? Like, and the Steelers, like, I don't even know who they draft. And that was just total reversal yeah. like five years ago. The like, yeah. Steelers were number one. Like I knew everything about the Steelers yeah. all the time. And I was like, oh, I really want to get into soccer, but I just can't. Mm. And somehow I just like, yeah, turned into that. Yeah, that's that's rare. It is to rare. pick up a team later in life is pretty rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to pick up a team later in life, it's like we uh, to get remarried. Like at this <laughs> stage in life, like could it's you a big imagine, commitment, man? You got to watch a lot of games. You got to learn the roster. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. There's something. I think it's. I think it's kind of a sickness loyalty to a team yeah yeah it's like it's not good it's not good (laughs) it's really not you know i was thinking about that too it's like because i think emily has shown me how crazy i am sometimes (laughs) especially with is emily a sports fan no doesn't care like doesn't get it does she actively avoid or does she just like not even know that it's happening and could care less not even know yeah most of the time she forgets, or you know, it's it'll be halfway through baseball season. They're still playing. It's like, well, yeah, there's a lot of games. <laughs> well, it's April. To, it's April to September, and yeah. then if you the playoffs are October. M, come on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like she doesn't fully understand why basketball's still happening, and, and yeah, you which know, football, I'll admit. Yeah, when I talk to like third party, you know, these people that are not very into the sports, and they're like, baseball season's so long, and I'm like. <laughs> You know, it is. It is. It is really See, that's long. That's the thing. Is like I've been realizing more and more. It's like, 
maybe I am kind of crazy with these things. And it's like, <laughs> this probably isn't the best viewpoint to have of truly disdain over another team because of where they're located. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can't stand this team because of such and such. Because the Packers, like, yeah. who is, like, these guys are just getting paid yeah. to, like, <laughs> they don't care. it's a franchise. Yes. It's like, oh, I hate the McDonald's downtown. Yeah. And then the manager from that McDonald's goes to the yeah. McDonald's on, like, South 19th, and you're like, I still hate the McDonald's downtown. Yeah, exactly. I will never. No like, matter what. That has nothing yeah. to do with anything. Which I wonder, too, is it because it's where we're from, or is it just what we grew up with, and it's innate with, you know, I, I can't figure it out, but. I think there. There's well, something with sports, specifically. Yeah. I think there's a lot of levels. So a lot of my, like, allegiance to things is tied to memories, Growing up watching games with my dad or with my brother, going to pit football games with my dad, my first pit basketball game. Well, I think I went to like some exhibition game against some random team, but I remember going to like an NIT game hmm. at Fitzgerald Fieldhouse against Mississippi State. I still remember this stuff yeah. that I went to with my dad. So I think a lot of those are like memories tied to yeah. people. How you how you grew up, how you were raised. It's not like my dad sat me down and said, "Son, we're gonna cheer for the Steelers." Yeah, it was more like just every Sunday. It's just what you did. Totally. We went to for us. It was we went to Roman Catholic church. Oh, okay. <laughs> the earliest mass available. Yep. Against my will. Yeah. And then we went to my grandma's house, and then like get all the four hours later, there, yeah. the Steeler game would start. Yeah. Which, now that I'm on the West Coast, we haven't talked about this either, but yeah, like, isn't true. it so great? Oh, I love it. It's we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, timing of, the timing of games starting three hours earlier is <sighs> wonderful. That was just what we did. Yeah. Sundays, my mom could care less about sports, but mm-hmm. she always knows what yes. the Steelers did. Yep. She doesn't even watch. Like She's in the other room. Like We yeah. can see her. She's building a puzzle. Yeah. Me and my dad are here, and my dad's... Oh come on! <laughs> you know, just and I think I think Pittsburgh fans are the opposite. Like we expect excellence, yeah, and when they shall, fall short of excellence, we're angry, yeah. And I've come around, and <laughs> I think the Penguins winning some Stanley Cups recently yeah, helped me to kind of be like, okay, I feel good bit. about yeah. it. Pirates finally went to the playoffs. I did not think that would ever happen in my life. Yeah, but yeah, that was just. Which is, going back to what you were saying before, that's probably why we get each other. Because I think we do come from this, you know, Chicago and Pittsburgh. Again, this Rust Belt. They, they're passionate about their sports teams. You know, it's like the weather's so, it just sucks. It sucks for so many months out of the year that yeah. it's like, I'm not going to go, you know, I don't know. I always think of West Coast. It's like they don't, most of the time, especially in California, they just don't care it's like people. Why are, you know? And they don't like, need to. They don't it's need beautiful. to. It's beautiful. They have mountains and the ocean, and they can just be outside. People in LA don't go to sporting <laughs> events because why would why you go to a sporting you? event? Like yeah. it's seventy degrees and sunny. I don't yeah. care what month it is. It's exactly. always that. But yeah, you live in the Rust Belt, and it's just like yeah, it's miserable most of the time. Like miserable. Yeah, I'm not. And you're like, be well, outside. at least on Sunday I got the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to eat a lot of food, and I'm going to watch this game, and, you know, it'll be a yeah. good day. Yeah. So I think going back to what you were saying, I think that's why we get each other. It's like, yeah, we both come from this culture of that's, that's what was, that was the focus. You yeah, know, like yeah, that yeah. Was, and the funny thing is, in both the places that we're from, summer's, summer's great. It's better than not summer. Yeah. But it still, like, sucks. Oh, miserable, <laughs> It's like yeah. 90% humidity. Yeah. It's hot. 
Yeah, <laughs> gosh. Our neighbors had a pool when I was growing up, which was, God bless them. Yeah. They also had season tickets to the Steelers, which I got to utilize once. Hey. Against the Bears. <laughs> Do you remember 2006 or seven? So we're talking... Or five. About- no, no, 2005. I think it was the year the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. So we're talking Ward and Palomalu. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jerome Bettis' last season, oh, he yeah. runs over oh, Brian Urlacher yes. to score yes. a touchdown. I'm not, I just listened to a podcast where they were talking. It was uh, Brian Urlacher and Lance Briggs, and they were oh. talking about how Urlacher got leveled. <laughs> just abs- Yes, I do remember that. So I appreciate well. Ur- I appreciate that Urlacher is the kind of guy that would admit that, like, oh, yes, yeah. this happened. Yeah, he remembers it clearly. Yeah. But that was Bettis' last good game. Yeah. Because that year was just like, that was the year I remember fantasy football. The first three games. He had like three touchdowns on four yards yeah. rushing or yeah. something, but he was being used sparingly. But in that game, for some reason, I think it's because it was snowing. <laughs> yeah, probably. And it was like this is this is a this is the bus. Yeah, yeah. This is one of his games. Just that Smash Mouth type but, of football. And, yeah, but anyways, yeah. Neighbors had a pool because it was freaking miserable. Yeah. When I think about. If I wasn't going to live here, where would I live? I'd love to live in Chicago, but man, I know. going back to those ki- those kinds of summers. It's rough. Yeah, because it's like you can't go outside for most of the winter. You don't want to go outside <laughs> for most of the summer. It's like unsafe to go outside for some of the winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You spend a lot of your time indoors and just put on the sports game. You know? yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. What else am I going to do? Well, turn on the AC and uh, the Cubs are on. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, in about half an hour, the Sox are on. So whatever. <laughs> we'll I don't just, care yeah. about the Sox, but we'll just watch it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I remember watching, because uh, WGN was nationwide, mm-hmm. so I remember like watching a bunch of Cubs games. My brother-in-law, who was from Philly, but he was a Cubs fan, which at this point in my life I respect because I hate Philly teams. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I remember like the Cubs would be on all the time, and every once in a while it was the White Sox. And it was like, yeah. man, why do they play in such a dumpy stadium? <laughs> Comiskey Park was terrible. Oh, man, miserable. They were like, aside from their like World Series, they yeah. were like a pretty forgettable team over oh, the last yeah. like, 25 years. That's Frank Thomas. Yeah, like, Frank you were, Tom- I yeah, cut you off hurt. earlier when yeah. you were talking about Frank Thomas. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, what did you really have to cheer for? Paul Konerko, pretty forgettable, like very good player. If you look at like the the history of like great White Sox players, there's really not that many. It's a pretty short It's list. a pretty yeah. short list. Yeah, Konerko and Thomas are probably at the top of yeah. it too. That's the thing. So in Pittsburgh, any movie that's related to Pittsburgh, anything that's got anything to do with Pittsburgh, we are, have huge pride for. Oh, yeah. In Chicago, is there a regional pride for... The great baseball movie, Eight Men Out. You know, I don't... I Not a lot of people have mentioned... <laughs> have you seen it? No. What? I haven't seen okay. it. Okay, this is a great movie. It's about the Black Sox. Oh, the scandal? Yeah. Okay. And there's actually like a good cast. I forget who all was in it. How have I not seen this? I don't know. Yeah. So, so that answers my question. Yeah. It probably helps that Chicago's like a big enough deal that it kind of stands on its own. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh is like, oh, they're talking about us? Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm listening. You Let's see what you have to say. I'm gonna go tell all my friends about this. Yeah. Can you do a good Chicago accent? Oh, I mean, you've got a little bit of it. Anyways. Yeah, it's always the hard A's. That's like the yeah. the thing. I'm trying to think of. Well, yeah, I can't do it on the spot, but you yeah. know what I mean. It's like the. The Saturday Night Live super fans, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Which I, for, I forgot to mention, you've got a 
You've got a mustache right now that Ditka will be proud of. Oh, I think so. I'm trying, Ditka, who is from Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, right. right across the river from Ambridge, which is where I went to high school. Really? Yeah. Well, there you Believe go. Or not. One of the toughest guys you'll ever meet, too. Yeah. And yeah. I probably won't ever meet him. Yeah. But I'm sure he'd be up there. <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I don't run in a circle of a lot of tough yeah. guys, so I'm sure Ditka would be oh, at yeah. the top of that list. Yeah. But the accent, yeah, it's just a lot of hard A's. You don't hear it as much anymore. <laughs> You know, it's kind of it's kind of like the, faded, yeah. the the fate. You know, the classic yeah, yeah. Chicago accent. It's like probably similar to the Brooklyn, you know, type of accent where yeah, it's yeah. like so many transplants have come and gone that it's like we're all kind of you know these accents yeah, yeah. tend to disappear. But yeah, a lot of hard A's. Yeah. Can you give me some? <laughs> Let's Just see what I can bit. come up with. Yeah. <laughs> the best? No, I can't. Do it. <laughs> I can't do it on the spot. Come on. All right. You just say things like. You put a lot of S's on things, too. Yeah. So it's hard A's and a lot of S's. So the Bears. You know, so yeah. you say, like, the Bears are the best team in the NFC North by far. So you just say those kinds of things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a little more subtle, but yeah. everything has an S added to it. Okay. So there's a store, a popular store called Jewel Osco, but everybody just calls it Jewels. That's not the name. <laughs> That's what people are going to call it. You know what's funny about that? I think in Pittsburgh, people do that, too. Yeah. JC Penny is JC Penny's. Yeah. Pennies. We're going pennies. Giant Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that weird, too? They change yeah. people's names. It's like, yeah. that's not his well, name. Well, no, sorry. You mis- you misheard me. I was saying Giant Eagle. Oh. <laughs> See, that's the name of a grocery store chain. <laughs> so what I said. Giant Eagles. I thought she said, like, Giant Eagles. I'm like, oh. See, yeah, they change people's names. <laughs> giant Eagle. <laughs> I don't have much of a Pittsburgh accent, I don't think. But I'd say Giant Eagle, or now I'm kind of doing it. It sounds purpose, like Giant Eagle. But I'm Eagle. saying like Giant Eagle. Our friend Andy, who is on episode two, if you want to go back in mm-hmm. your podcast Good app episode. and download episode two, Andy pointed out, I thought you were, ta- I thought you were saying John, John Eagle. Giant, like Giant Eagle. Well, that's what I. Turns yeah. into Giant Eagle. <laughs> the, they had a video rental. Oh, nice. That was called Eagle Video. I-G-G-L-E. They're just like, so let's just you, call it this. Yeah, yeah. But that's not why we called it. Like, they named it Eagle Video because people pronounced Eagle. Giant Eagle. Eagle. Giant Eagle. Giant Eagle. Yeah. Giant Eagle. Yeah. Giant Eagles. Like, yeah, Aldi's. You guys have Aldi in Chicago? Oh, yeah. 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 So Aldi's. Aldi's. You probably call it Aldi's. Aldi's. Yeah. It's not Aldi's. Yeah. It's Aldi. Yeah. There was a, you remember Alshon Jeffrey, who's oh, on, yeah. in the Eagles now? Uh-huh. Jeffrey's. The guy's name is Jeffrey, but everybody called him Jeffrey. Okay, that's different. They yeah. change people's names, I'm telling you. There's there's James Daniels and Chase Daniel, but both of them are now Daniels. Daniels. It doesn't matter. Everybody gets an S added to their name. I saw myself as a kid, off alone on his own island. So Chicago is one of the biggest cities in America. Yeah. The other Rust Belt cities are these mid-sized cities. Yeah, that's true. Chicago being so much bigger and different is kind of in this Rust Belt, but it's also like among the like Boston, New York, Chicago, Philly, LA, biggest cities. When you think about Chicago, where you're from in the grand scheme of the United States, what identity do you Mm. feel like you have? So, and it's not, not against other cities or cultures. I just feel like Chicagoans in general are just... They're just like tough people. And I don't know if it's the winters or what, but people in Chicago, they work really hard. I think, you know, it's it's not like the New York um, 
what is it, the New York kind of speed, where it's just like everything's fast and like yeah. laid out. I mean, people work work hard, but I think there's also it still feels very family oriented. So everything is still very strong about family and things are, you know, like that's that's the big focus. But at the same time, like people still work really hard and not saying that they, you know, either you have to choose one or the other. But I think it's just still like a very I think that's why it can still be part of the Rust Belt, because it still holds on to those very blue collar, you know, kinds of ideas of where if you're young and you're single, you should probably look to get married pretty soon. That's just kind of the culture that exists there. Yeah. It's okay. It's still okay to put family first, I think, with a lot of things. But at the same time, it's like, you better do, you better work hard or else, you know. And then this probably could be just because of the winters. They're so miserable. Yeah. It's like, if you don't work hard, you die. So it's like, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, a primitive idea or mindset yeah. just, just innate within us. But I think, yeah, I think when it comes to Chicago, there's just, yeah, it's very family oriented. And I think that's something that a lot of people like about it. And I think that's why a lot of people stay. Like people that grow up in the area stay there because that's just home to them. And that's just yeah. where they come from. And I think there's less, yeah, less desire to move away because there's still opportunity there, especially if you work in the city or live in the city. But a lot of people look forward to settling down in the suburbs, if that makes sense. People look forward to having a home and having their family and just kind of putting down roots just like their parents did and their parents did. And I think uh, there's a lot of pride in being from Chicago and where you're from. And, and I think people just accept that and don't try and change it. So that's why like when Emily and I moved to Washington, it was weird. A lot of our family didn't understand it. Emily's family kind of gets it because they love how beautiful it is out here. But all of our siblings are in Chicago, Yeah, you know, and, and our, my cousins are in Chicago. It's like, we don't really move away. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think, uh, yeah, it's just very family focused and hard work and family focused for sure. Yeah. Why did you guys choose to move? You know, I think it's because of that same reason. We know, you can see from a glimpse, it's like, I know what the rest of our lives are going to look like. And again, you know, this isn't true, but it's like, I get an idea because I can see my both of my brothers, you know, they're both married and, and have families, which is a great thing. If we would have stayed, we would have been happy as well. Yeah, it's not like yeah. we wouldn't have been happy, but I yeah. think we were just looking for something different. Yeah. Out of how many brothers do you have? Two. Yeah. One out of three is probably going to yeah. try to go a different direction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have a younger sister and she's still there too. So okay. it's like... So one out of four. Yeah, Even exactly. More. One out of yeah, four. Yeah. And same with Emily. She's one out of four too. Okay, so it's, yeah. Yeah. I think... Washington was just so different that we were really drawn to it too. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I had to live back in, like, I would be happy to live in Chicago yeah. again, I think. But it was time for us to try and find something new. Yeah. I mean, similar to me. Although I did have a, my oldest brother move to New York City close enough that it yeah. was like a short, a short, you know, half day drive. My parents have visited a lot and it was pretty easy for them to go. My brother goes home a lot. But New York is such a totally different world. Matt kind of paved the way for me to be able to go wherever I wanted. And the Northwest is, yeah, I think for the same reason. Like, it's just so unlike anything. Totally. Yeah. To somewhere totally different. Yeah. And I I think, too, it's like you'd probably be able, you'd probably be happy wherever you would have gone. Obviously, you met Allie out here. So it's like that is a different story. But it's just like. Really, at the end of the day, you can make yourself happy wherever you are, I think. So at the end, of, so you just need to choose 
where where do you want to go pick it you know and, and that's okay to just kind of choose it doesn't matter how far it is doesn't matter how you know and it's like what do you want to do and i think this is yeah exactly moving out here was what we wanted to do and we miss chicago and we love it and every time we go back i you know i enjoy it and i still support the teams even yeah. though i you know i'm watching bears <laughs> games at 10 a.m yeah, yeah it's yeah. like but uh you know I, I still love it and i think uh i think there's there's a lot of pride that comes from from my family, you know, being there and growing up there, and just like the city itself, and, and having gone to school and lived and worked there, and I think that's still, you know, it makes me who I am out here, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I found that that's as someone who kind of who likes to likes to be countercultural, you know, to a certain degree. I like that I'm different. I like yeah. that I don't have a lot of people around me that are from Pittsburgh. I like that I can, mm-hmm. I miss, I really miss being able to like sit down and watch games with people that care about those teams. Yes. Like yes. one of my college roommates <laughs> lived in Seattle for several years. And then, um, by the time this podcast airs, he will, him and his family will be back in Pittsburgh. Now it was a lot of fun to reconnect with them. And it's going to be a huge bummer that like, yeah. those are the only people that cared about pit basketball and football. <laughs> like if I ever wanted to like watch a game, I could definitely go and watch with them. Yeah. Allie, bless her heart. will watch games with me. Yeah. She does like college football and basketball. So it's not like a burden. I support my team. I like that. It's different. I like that. It's not Philly. Like Philly, I think, bigger Mm -hmm. and more people can claim it it's got its own thing anyways pittsburgh is just unique enough i wear like pirate stuff Mm -hmm. i wear i wear pittsburgh stuff all the time i'll get people saying stuff to me oh yeah my you from there oh yeah my parents are from there like my cousin lives there and Allie's like how do you find these people well i'm i'm trying to draw these like (laughs) i'm i'm wearing pirate stuff yeah Because there are people with Steeler stickers and stuff, and they all, most of them are actually not from Pittsburgh, have no ties to Pittsburgh. They grew up here, they didn't have a team, and then the 70s Steelers were good, they picked them instead of the Cowboys, pretty much. But if you're wearing a Pirates, or Penguins, Mm -hmm. you're from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I saw a guy wearing a Penguins shirt, or no, a Pitt shirt and a Penguins hat. (laughs) Didn't match. No. That guy's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, definitely. 100%. In fact, I've just in the last year, I feel like I've gotten to the point where I don't need to wear more than one piece of Pittsburgh yeah. mem- like memorabilia. There was a funny tweet that I shared a few months ago. Pittsburgh people are terrified of people on that they pass on the street not knowing that they're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Which is 100% true. Yeah. Like, I always, like, look at me right now. I'm wearing this, like, yeah. Pirates t-shirt that was, like, some giveaway. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I just want to wear a Pirates shirt tonight. Totally. I love it. But why? This isn't even a comfortable shirt. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, you know, going back to the whole idea of, like, that's that's just part of your culture. And I think that's just part of the city's culture. Sports. Yeah. It's not always like that everywhere you go. But, no. yeah, sometimes it's just, it's just part of the culture. I think there's been times in our city's histories and i would lump in cleveland and detroit and milwaukee and minneapolis Mm -hmm. and that where in the rust belt there is nothing good Mm -hmm. the weather sucks the jobs are gone and i'm stuck here yeah moving wasn't as much of an option as it is like it seems easy to move now because it's so much easier to keep in touch with people it's like my family's here Mm -hmm. moving wasn't you just didn't think about it what else do i do 
I'm here, I have a house, I have a family, whatever. And Sundays were a release from that. Yeah. For the Steelers and Pirates in the 70s, they were winning, winning, winning. Mm-hmm. When the For Steelers fans, like the other six days, you were losing. Yeah. yeah. And for the Pirates, it was like during the day, you're losing. But then that night, yeah. they're winning. It was just a way to forget all the like hardships that you were going through. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially in that Rust Belt... The winters are cold, the summers are hot, and there's like random days in between that it's beautiful. Yeah. We needed that. Yeah. Or I should say not we, our parents and our grandparents totally. needed that. Yeah. Yeah, we I agree. to forget about what was going on. Yeah. And just have that to look forward to. Yeah. And that's, I think it's just, yeah, it's just been passed on to us. Yeah. It's like... Even though life's good and people are wondering why the hell are you watching this miserable team? It's yeah. like, because this is what we do. To work all night, sleep all day. I profess to repair my whole self in different ways. I'm at war with myself. I do love the time zone thing. Yes. It's that's true, we never talked about it. It's perfect. Yeah. Pirates, especially considering that my wife would rather I didn't watch 162 baseball games. <laughs> yeah. It's great that Pirates games usually start at 4. Yeah. I can listen on the radio at the mm-hmm. end of my work day. I get home. If the game's close, I might put it on. It's just on. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching. It's just on. When, yeah. something's in, when something important is happening, I'll watch it. But if it was like 7 to 10, I mean, first of all, I'm not awake at 10. Yeah. Yeah. So really, that's kind of where it ends. Like, who, who knows what happens? I don't yeah. know how my friends do it. Yeah, I don't either. And that's honestly the weird part. It's like, how do you, so do East Coast, I mean, again, I'm lumping you into the East Coast here. East, East. Eastern East, time Eastern zone. Eastern time zone. <laughs> do those people just stay up late most of the time for games? I, I, I think. I've always wondered that because I'm like, man, I'm I'm going, so, I'm going yeah. to at like 11 p.m. These people are still up. It's like, what's I'm, going on? I'm a diehard sports fan and I'm sitting here saying... How are you all staying up this late? That's what I always wonder. And that's the beautiful thing about here. It's like, you know, you, you watch these primetime games. I'm still going to bed at a decent time, yeah. you know? Like Monday Night Football. Yeah. Starts at 5, over about 8, 830. It's perfect. That sounds great. Yeah, like that's regular bedtime. Yeah. I mean, my whole the whole time that I was home is now dedicated to that. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to bed at a yeah. normal hour. Especially when it comes to the NCAA basketball championship always tips off mm. at 9 Eastern. Mm-hmm. But six Pacific is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's over by eight. Done. I love that about soccer. Yeah. yeah. Games are two hours. That's it. The game is over. I don't care how many goals anyone scored. The game is now over. Yeah. There's no overtime. That's true. That's it. Because even so, I mean, you look at some of the sports, especially when you look at like even baseball with like some of the more rule changes they've been coming out with for this season. It's like, they're trying to speed it up, Yeah, you know, and it, it makes sense. Cause it's like, yeah, I don't have four hours to watch this game. You no. know, it just, I don't have that available to me. So yeah. I think they're trying to accommodate that. With yeah. People yeah, now. yeah. Some parting thoughts mm-hmm. for someone that's never been to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Give them one reason to go. Not one. Give them as many reasons as you want. So, yeah, with Chicago, it's a beautiful city. I think the downtown is is 
It's immaculate and it's really fun to experience, but it also has lots of different neighborhoods that have a lot of culture and history and good food. So I think you get a wide variety of, you get this beautiful downtown with very historic buildings. And at the same time, you also get these old neighborhoods that have a lot of culture and restaurants and great things about them. You also get a lot of people that are very kind. I think there's the Midwest stereotype is very true. I think a lot of people are always going to be very kind and, and welcoming. And, and there's just a, there's that stereotype remains true. So I would say that it's, it's a place where you can go and just relax a little bit. You know, and it doesn't sound like something you could actually do, but Chicago is just a very, it's a very comforting place to be. What's your favorite thing about being from Chicago? Mm. Yeah, just having like that Midwest Rust Belt mindset. So you're identifying with the Rust Belt. I've got you folded in on that one. Oh, 100% now Great. at this point. Yeah. But yeah, Great. I think it's just like that Midwest. I've stubbornly. <laughs> yeah. Stuck with it at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just, uh, it's a really amazing place to call home. And I think a lot of people are able to call it home. So I think it's just some, somewhere that you're always, you always tend to be proud of because, yeah, it's just like somewhere you, you can easily brag about, you know, in a good way. Yeah. You're able to talk about the good things about it and um, the people. So I think for me, yeah, that's why I enjoy calling it home because I'm, I'm proud to talk about it. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, we have our issues and we have our failures but i think at the end of the day it's a city that will always open up its arms to whoever's whoever's looking to come and i think it's a city that you're you feel comfortable telling people like yeah go there and experience it and and you're gonna enjoy it you know that'll do it for another episode of where you from thanks so much to mike simonelli for joining me to talk mostly about sports which um frankly if I had it my way, most of my conversations would be about sports. Uh, thanks to Andrew Cooper for designing our logo. Thanks to Andrew Armstrong for providing most of our music as we speak in colors. Thanks also to my buddy Mike Crook, who is one half of Michelle from the Club, for providing some additional music this time around. You can check out We Speak in Colors and Michelle from the Club on Bandcamp. And thanks, of course, to you for listening. And I look forward to having you join me again soon for another episode of Where Are You From?